Welcome to Kingdom Life Embassy. We're so glad you chose to tune in to another power-packed message by Dr. Maxwell Holland. If you are enjoying these podcasts, then connect with him on Facebook at Maxwell Holland. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. Glory be to Jesus. I'm going to preach a message, uh, and I'm just touching on preparing us for the 2020. I, from the bottom of my heart, I really, really sense... There is something significant coming in 2020. I, I honestly mean it. I just feel it so strong. I feel that your next year is critical for your development and for where you're going to. I feel that God he wants to wrap up the last decade and he wants to prepare you for a tremendous 2020 and beyond. I have the series that we're busy with called Beyond 2020. Well, 2020 and beyond. I don't want to skip 2020. We need 2020 and beyond. And then I really believe that God is wanting to do something really significant for this generation. So much so that I feel there are 10 life laws that you must understand. And I wanted you to see them this morning. There are 10 life laws that if I had to take my whole spiritual walk with God in the last decade and more, well, I've been born again now since 1997. And if I have to speak about my journey and what God has done, then I would give you these 10 life laws. Can I have those 10 life laws, please? This is what you need to focus on moving forward. I'm going to be touching on some of them, but it is critical that you understand this. If I had to develop your life or I have to work with somebody and if I had to go back 20 years or 25 years or even the beginning of my life and I had somebody to mentor me, I would, or if I have to mentor someone else from the beginning, these are the 10 things that I would say, do not pay attention to them. Don't ignore them. Don't ignore them because they're going to set you up for victory in this life. And the first one is your belief system. So we've just lost the building uh, about nine, eight years ago, and I'm on my way to the Bahamas and, and Chicago, and I'm thinking, well, that's it for in, the end of the ministry for me. And the Lord says to me, I want you to sit in the plane. You know, it's a good 17-hour journey. So sit down there and write down, what do you believe? What do you believe? Do you believe that I'm able to restore the ministry do you believe that I'm able to make right what has gone wrong? What do you believe? I had to go and sit and believe, that I write down and say, you know, while the enemy was attacking my mind and telling me it's never going to work out in life, God said to me, write down what you believe. Doesn't matter what the enemy is doing. You write down what you believe. Do you believe that I'm able to make right what has gone wrong? Do you believe that I'm able to, to restore you? Do, you? do you believe that I'm able to, 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 to fix things in the home, in your marriage, in your finances? Do you believe me? That is the conversation on the plane. And I had to go and write down stuff that what do I really believe? And there's some stuff that I doubted. And I just said, look, I really believe that you can do what you said you can do. I really believe that your word works. I, I had to go and set my belief system. And one of the things that some of you need to go and reset this morning is what do you believe? Because in the midst of your fight, you've got to write down what do you believe? 
When the enemy attacks your finances, do you believe that God's the God of abundance? Do, when, when, when you've made a mistake, do you believe that God can restore you? When, when things are not going your way, do you, what do you believe? And you must start setting your belief system. Listen, everybody believes something. You're going to have to find out what do you believe. Your belief system is everything. Because your feet will always end up where your mind began. And some people quit in the midst of the fiercest battles they're coming under. But you, Quentin, needs to sit down with the Lord and say, this is what I believe. Because if you believe that lighting a candle is going to solve your problem, then go light all your candles and go and find out if that really works. But if not, you must go to the Bible to go and find out what you believe. And sometimes your flesh is saying one thing and, and, and the bank account is saying something else. But my belief system is everything to me. Everything. There's a time like this in the year when I'm just sitting at home, not out, not going anywhere. I'm finding out what do I believe. Do you really believe that you're going to stay single all your life? Do you, or do you believe that there is a life partner for you? No amens from the single people. What do you believe? That God can send you on a, on a trip overseas. The company can pay for it, but you're going to meet up with the man, the right man that God has got. That you're not playing church games anymore, but you're looking for the kingdom man that God has got for you. He's here. I'm telling you, he might not be in this church, but because you are here, he's going to come. He's going to come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. I believe there are kingdom men in this church that God is raising up. Every kingdom man, shout yes and amen. Because we are dealing with every man that I'm dealing with. He's got to know this. Every son that I'm raising up has got to walk by this. And until you bring him here, let me ask him about this. You're not allowed to marry him. You let him keep his knick-knack toes and all that he promises you, but you're going to bring him and ask him, do you have the 10 life laws on the inside of you? Don't you bring that scruffiness in here and say, I'm in love. Get over your infatuation. Ask him, where is he taking you to? What does he believe? What does he believe? Okay, let's speak to the woman. What does she believe? Don't bring her in here without, because she'll take you and she'll wipe out your life. I'm telling you, you got to, the woman now, you got to, you know, everything is fake. You got to pull on the hair, but to find out, is that your hair? Is that your arm? You know, do you oil it every night? Is what I mean, the toes that you got, I mean, you got to check out everything with the women nowadays. You would fry young Sien. You're going to have to ask those questions because this woman, I mean, it's like, why don't you like to go to the beach? Oh, that's not your skin color, even. They've changed everything. They changed everything. She better have some 10 life laws going for her. Uh, come on, it's, it's end of the year. Come on, you're going to get happy this morning. The second thing I would speak about is Christ as your foundation. The question is, what are you building? And anybody doesn't know who they are in Christ, builds nothing. 
builds nothing because they, they, they try and do some things and they're starting business in their own strength. They try to do things, but Christ is, must be your foundation. The Bible says in Corinthians, you can't build on another foundation. The foundation has been laid already for you. It's found in Christ. If any man or woman be in Christ, they become a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. You can't go and just build on nothing. You've you got to have a firm foundation. Number, number three, who is the Holy Spirit to you? During the fast, we'll be teaching on the Holy Spirit and the fire that you need to live by. Reinhard Bonker lived that way. Visioneering, number four, what do you see? Because, you know, I love you and I want to be with you. No, the question must ask him, where are you taking me to? What do you see? That's all about life. Child of God, you can start up with nothing and end up with everything just because of what you see. Tell me what your, your, the, the 2020 looks like. Tell me what the next decade looks like. Because we clear, in this church, you will go from strength to strength. You're going to go from glory to glory. You're going to go from the anointing of God upon your life. Listen, is going to take you from, from, from where you are right now as rental into ownership. I'm driving to, to church and the Holy Spirit says to me, remember that the blessing on Abraham was for real estate acquisition. Someone, there's got to be a believer in this place. Someone must believe. I told Pastor Z, more than us opening up doors for holidays. Because you know when God does things for us on holidays, it's like just an amazing thing. But we've, we've tried some stuff with the anointing. But that now, okay, we got that one. What we're after is property. Amen. Kingdom Life Embassy, where are you? We need somebody to begin to understand that the blessing is for real estate acquisition. You're going to fly into Cape Town and drive from there to your own house. Then you go to Durban, you're going to have another house. And when you go to Rome, it's going to overlook the ocean. I believe this with all of my heart. More than having holidays, girls, you're going to go into your own place. And when you're not there, you will rent it out because you are the owner. Can we shout yes and amen in this church? Because the Holy Spirit is going to teach you to profit and lead you by the way that you should go. It's my belief system. What do you believe? What do you believe? Oh, when I'm 30, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. Why wait until 30? Can I speak to the young ones? Why wait until 30? I mean, if you say so. Investing in kingdom relationships. I have to speak about this, man. I poured water on rocks and nothing grew. Gave my time, gave my energy, gave my money, opened up my house, spent years of investment with the wrong people. Sad. The right relationships means everything. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You better have the right relationships with you. The wrong people will give you problems you never had. 
The right people will solve problems you never even knew you had. Possessing my inheritance, that means just grow up. I must, the, the inheritance is there. You must grow up. You must, you must mature. Some of you don't know that we received the keys for our media center. Harley, Harley Street. I'm the father and I train up sons and daughters. Two years ago, God gave a word for Erin that media is where she's going to be. She possesses and walks into a building that the building, the, the business deals are still happening this coming week. I mean, like, we're still so busy. We are busy. We are busy, busy, busy. Others are having holidays. We opening up doors. Wherever we go. Why? We got keys. When you got the keys. But keys aren't giving, given to babies. Keys are given to the matured. Come on. We're training you for reigning. Stop playing games with the anointing. When God's got big stuff for you to do. And kingdom business is big business. Oh, you're not sure. I said kingdom business is big business. When you come into the kingdom of God, expect big things from God. Big things from God. Kingdom dynamics. I'm going to touch on that this morning. There are certain kingdom dynamics you must understand for where you're going to for 2020 and beyond. If you do not understand the kingdom of God, I'm actually busy with a whole kingdom academy so we can train up people how to function in the kingdom of God. We'll have one principle that we can unlock this morning. The wealth transfer. Anybody ready for the wealth transfer? Listen, we need money for where we're going. I mean, favor is a currency. But you also need the money that, for where you're going to. And God is looking for somebody to transfer the wealth into their hands. I would train people up on that. Number nine, commanding my day. Is that I would change what I say. If I were you, I would begin to start to speak into my 2020 and beyond. I'm going to start declaring things. We're going to be believing God for the biggest doors to open and the blessing of the Lord to come upon God's people. Those multi-millionaires that God has promised. I'm not talking about rands anymore and Zim dollars. I am talking about euro and I am talking about the, 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 the US dollar. We are opening up doors. We're going to do business in Singapore. We're going to do business everywhere across the globe. Why? We are a kingdom people. Where are you this morning as a kingdom person? Why? Because God, I'm speaking this into this ministry. Job says, have you commanded your day? Have you spoken? Listen, you're on the verge of a, a decade that you've never seen before. It's brand new. Brand new. You have an opportunity to speak into it what you want to see. Your best days are here. And of course, your legacy. So what is the thing that you need to be doing that you're going to leave behind in Jesus' name? So, Father, thank you this morning for your word. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for your grace. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pull out one kingdom dynamic for you this morning. Let's teach on one thing this morning that will help you understand why we're doing what we're doing, why the season is the way it is. For many of you that know that we've been dealing with our home, and the last couple of weeks, you know, the wardrobes, the house, fixing all kinds of stuff. And let me share with you this morning why you need to understand 
this kingdom concept. Psalms 119 verse 133. The title of my sermon this morning is A Kingdom Within. It says, direct my steps by your word and let no iniquity have dominion over me. So anytime you're looking for an event, a good New Year's Eve party, hoping that your life will change, you are walking in deception. Because as we taught last week, you can't go from event to event hoping that your life will change. Show me what you're doing every single day and I will show you what your future looks like. Your future is made up of your daily disciplines. In fact, your life moves at the speed of your decisions. With the Christmas lunch that we had with the staff, the question went around the table. I asked everyone, tell me about the good decisions you made in the last year. Tell me about the not so good decisions. Because God's got a plan for your life. There's a plan for your life. But you can be fighting God's plan your whole life. Working against the plan of God. Your decisions will decide where you end up. And how fast your life moves. Your life moves at the speed of your decisions. A good decision accelerates your life. A poor decision slows down your life. Like the prodigal. Like the man that left, his, that left the place with, with, with his wife Naomi and um, Elimelech and took his two boys. His poor decision cost him and his children their lives. Because they against the plan of God. There are some people that work against the word of God and the plan of God all their lives. They frustrate God. The Bible says only the rebellious dwell in a parched land. That means people that rebel against the word of God, rebel against the plan and purpose that God has got for your life. How many of you believe, do you really believe this morning that God has got a plan for your life? Then why aren't you praying? Then why aren't you asking God to open up His plan to you? Do you really believe that God's got a financial plan for your life? Then you must ask I mean, your unbelief is showing up in your prayer life. Now, it's December. And joy to the world. Yes, but now joy to you that you need to get, get with God's plan and purpose. Stop rebelling against it. He says, anytime I go from, I'm telling you 2020 is going to be amazing. And then it's going to be this and, 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 and. And you said so the last 10 years, but every decision that you're making is violating the word of God. He says, direct my steps, not by every New Year's Eve party. He says, direct my steps according to your word. Because anytime you don't allow the word to govern you, men are going to rule over you. Iniquity will have dominion over you, that you will not have any progress in life. So the word of God's got to become your standard. So let me help you understand something. Because when David speaks to his son Solomon, who became the richest man on earth, and Solomon's known for his wisdom, David taught him in Psalm 119. We celebrate all the children and their academic achievements. But I want you to understand that there is an order in God's word 
Hear me, young ones. We're finding educated derelicts, people that have got so many degrees, more than a thermometer, and yet their lives are in a constant mess. Their marriage, their finances, their homes, they, all they know is how to study. That's all they know. And they're looking for the next thing to study. Yet they don't have any scripture. David said, I'm going to let my life be ordered according to your word. Now it's quiet this morning. David taught Solomon, scholars believe, on Psalm 119. And in there, give me the next verse, 134. Next verse. Praise Jesus. Redeem me from the oppression of man that I may keep your precepts. So here is what you need to understand. The difference between a precept and a concept. So a concept is a thought that comes from the original thought. So education is a good idea. Man's idea. They made it up. This is what you must study. Greek philosophers, different people, ideas. They throw that into the education system. It's a concept because they believe that this is the best way to live life. So go to Greece now. You'll find out that Greece can't even pay their own bills because they have a concept. They don't have the precept. The precept is the original idea. God's original idea for your life is a precept, a concept. The whole world is, is, is um, we're all living under somebody's idea. It's called a concept. Now that you understand that the education system, they're introducing the CSE, which is this uh, sexual comprehensive sexual education. Whose idea is that? Because that is not God's idea. And when you go and study the idea, you'll find out where it's coming from. It's coming from the people that, want, that, are, that are dealing with Planned Parenthood and abortion is their agenda. Why? Because it is big money for them. Go and study it. UNESCO is involved in all of that. They're pushing the agenda. So they give government money and they create a, a partnership with them so they can introduce that concept into the schools so that your, your eight, seven, eight, six, nine-year-old child gets taught about things that, you, that we wouldn't even speak to a 16-year-old yet. They want, they want a teacher who's a pervert and a pedophile to teach that to your children. No, guys, you've got to wake up. It's somebody's concept. But go and trace the money. You'll find out why they're trying to introduce it. It's because of money. It's somebody's idea. But David says, anytime to get redeemed from the oppression of man, I've got to understand not concepts, precepts. I've got to go and find what God's original intention was for mankind. And Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 lets you know that. That God makes you in His image. So there's nothing more powerful as an idea. Ideas control the world. Look how these people want to control your children. And let the model standard drop and the walls drop so that they can, your children will then go and experiment. And what's the only outcome for a child that experiments with that? It's only rapes. It's only abuse. And of course, pregnancies. There's no other option. And so when the pregnancies come, what do you, then abortion's next. And that's where the money is. You've got to go and study, church. 
You're a kingdom people. You're not a church people. You've got to go and study what the enemy is trying to give to your children, throw into your homes, throw into the communities. Apartheid is, 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 is an idea, somebody's idea. What was it for? To control the world. The world is ruled by dead men. They've dropped ideas and their ideas are still living, yet they've died. So an idea conceived is a thought. This is what I think we should do. A thought conceived is called a concept. Listen to this powerful quote. A man, a mind can be impregnated with ideas that develop into concepts that becomes visions that produces a reality. I'm part of a group and you must get on there as well. It's called Leave Our Kids Alone. In there, it's, they, we're fighting this whole idea about that they want to drop in there. It's a concept. The, the government's pushing an idea. And the only way we can fix this thing is that's why we need to raise up godly people into government so you can shut down the ideas of the enemy. You're not clapping your hands loud enough for me. You're not waking up to the idea that the enemy is trying to control your children. He wants to buy their future. And you need to fight. It's in the church and it's in the kingdom of God. You need to fight this stuff. Concepts come from precepts. Precepts come from the original idea. So, anything not based in truth will always leave you naked and afraid. Ask Adam in the Garden of Eden. So, there's a tradition that King David used his psalm to teach his son, his young son Solomon, the alphabet. Not just the alphabet for writing letters, but the alphabet for spiritual life. He was kept on pushing him and teaching his son Solomon around the precepts of God. The King David taught his son precepts so he could rule in this life. He took him back to God's original idea. So, this is God in the beginning. When God begins to set your life in order, He not only gets you saved and into the kingdom, but the Bible says that the kingdom now is within you. Within you. He blesses them, and He says, now be fruitful. So, Jesus, when He comes to the earth, you know what happened to Adam? Adam loses the kingdom. Chaos is now in the earth and the curse is alive. So now God has to bring in His Son. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon His shoulder. He came to bring in a new government, a new way of doing life. He came to, you must pay attention to the kingdom of God. Because when He saved you, He brought you into a kingdom and then He puts the kingdom on the inside of you. The kingdom came on the inside of you. That means the original seed of Adam. When Adam wakes up on the sixth day, God makes him on the sixth day. The first five days, God put things in order. So this boy wakes up in a place not of chaos. He wakes up in a place of order. That's the reason why coming to the kingdom of God, we all like beautiful places. You like to go to beautiful hotels and you like to see the towels in its place and you like to have order when people, we, we were made that way. 
The original seed inside of you is not chaos. So when God will take you and put you in a place like this or open up a door for you, Aaron, it's because God is asking you to bring order back into that place. Anytime a child of God, when God gives you your house, your marriage, your home, what is God doing? The seed of order on the inside of you is fighting against every kind of chaos around you. Please say amen. Everything about you, everything about your life, you hate dysfunction. That's the reason why you're kicking and screaming against the government. When Eskom can't pay their bills, when they can't do what is right. It's frustrated this whole nation. There's so much resources in this country. So much potential in our nation. But we're just asking for the lights to stay on. Why? It's order. In Singapore, do you know that, that they, they were a third world nation? More than 20 years ago. The place is so ordered there. The, the, the people, even Starbucks, they'll tell you. They don't even lock. They, they put a little chain like a, to say we closed now. But all the items for, the, for, the, for, the, for that at the train station is still all in the shelves. Nobody's there. No, no theft in the shops. Huh? Yeah. A place of order. It's possible to bring your house in order. It's possible to bring your life in order. And a good place to start is your wardrobe. Oh, you're quiet with me this morning. I'm telling you, no man, you've you got you to just bless the Lord this morning. I'm, I'm giving you a principle. Because when Jesus came, He came to bring order. And Satan hates a place of order. The only place that there's order is in His darkness in the dark world. There's, it's, there's regiments that operates. But in, He hates your life to be in order. And anytime you receive the kingdom of God, it's going to push away dysfunction. Anytime you come into the kingdom of God, every kind of, when you look at your money, your money must be in order. Your marriage will be in order. Your body will be in order. Everything that God is fixing, everything is coming into order. Come on, somebody. Somebody shout order. Yes, Lord, order. Say order, order, order. And the order that you bring is because you're going through the word of God. The word of God. That's why you need a word. Don't tell me you had a good New Year's Eve party and you don't have the word for 2020. Please say amen. He brings in, a, and he says, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Listen to C.S. Lewis. He says, happiness and peace, God cannot give you. He can't give you that without himself. There's no such thing. People are looking for peace in their homes. You're looking for peace in this Christmas. The way you get peace is you invite Jesus to be the center of the celebration. Happiness. That no matter what gift you get, Jesus is still the center of your home. Please say amen. So Luke 17, 21 lets you know that the kingdom of God is within. Now watch. Psalms 111 verse 10. Let's deal with precepts. If I have God's original idea for my life, not my education, I'm not boasting on my education, I'm boasting on God's, when I think about the kingdom of God, I'm dealing with God's original plan for my life. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding of all those who do His commandments 
His praise endures forever. Psalms, what am I saying? Can I have Psalms 119 verse 10 please? Not 111. 119. The King James verse 11 guys, work with me. Was it 10? Sorry. Psalms 119. Give me in, in, the, in the NIV version please if you have. Psalms 111 verse 10. 119 verse 10. Jesus. You don't have the NIV? Okay, it says, all who follow His precepts have good understanding. Number one is when I get to God's precepts. This is what David's now teaching Solomon. He says, they have good understanding. Psalms 119 verse 27. I'm also in the NIV. If you don't have the NIV, let me know. Make me understand the way of your, not, not the world's concepts, your precepts. He says, make me understand. That must be your prayer in the season. That God must make you understand the original idea of why He saved you. Why He brought you into business. Why, he, why you were born. What When you go into the place of the precepts, God's original idea, you don't owe no man a thank you for your promotion. God's going to do things in your life. Say, make me understand, God. Say, make me understand. Say, make me understand. Psalms 119 verse 45. And I will walk at liberty for I seek your precepts. Anytime you're dealing with the precepts of God for your life, there is freedom. Oh, please say amen. Please say amen. When you're walking with precepts, you walk in freedom. Because you're not going to go and depend upon your, your degree for a job. Let the company close down. That's their problem. You don't get depressed. You don't get stressed for nothing. Why? I'm walking in God's original plan for my life. There's freedom for those who understand that. There's no man that will be able to control you. You won't have to go and sleep with anybody because you need a promotion. You won't have to go and beg anybody. Come on, I need this church to rise up this morning and say yes, Lord. Because you're when you understand the precepts of God for your life, you're going to owe no man a thank you. There's no man that will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Shout yes. It's God's precepts. Stop buying the lie of the enemy because anytime I have a concept on the inside of me, whoever gave me the concept controls me. But when I got the Word of God on the inside of me, are you a believer in this place? That when the Word of God is on the inside of you, no man will be able to stand before you because they shut the door one way, God's going to open up another door. If they let go of me, if they re reject me, God's going to redirect me. If they no one can stop me. Why? Because I'm walking with God's. Somebody shout, shout precepts. Say precepts. Your freedom is found in God's original idea. Let the lie of the enemy go from you this morning. Give me the next verse. Verse 46. He says, I will speak of your testimonies also before kings and I'll not be ashamed. It's amazing how many people are sort of fearful to speak about Christianity in the marketplace because you're going to get fired. Whatever. I'll stand before kings and I will not be ashamed. That's what makes you bold. Please say amen. Glory be to Jesus. 
give me next verse. All right. Give me Psalms 119 verse 100. I understand more than the ancients, the elders, because I keep your original idea in front of me. Listen, man. Wisdom does not come with age. Sometimes age comes alone. People grow old, and when they tell you, let me give you my wisdom, they're not giving you their wisdom. They're giving you their regrets. When you have the precept, the original kingdom idea that God has got for you, you will speak to even the aged. Dr. Miles spoke about when he left as a young man and started his own church. He broke away from the church and his father was still in that, an elder who passed in that church. And his father rebuked him in the beginning. He says eventually at the end of his life, his father came to sit and say, you teach me because you have the original idea. You have the precept. You have precept. You have the, the thinking that comes from God originally. Religion is the worst kind of activity to be involved in. Psalms 119 verse 104. Through your precepts, I get understanding. I'm giving you my good stuff this morning. Because anytime I feel that my life is shaking, I go and I start to read Psalm 119. When the enemy is attacking my mind and he's coming against my life, I go back to the original idea of why I was born. And I don't go run to counsel. I don't run to people. I don't try to let people come and tell me who I am because they, they'll control you. You understand what I'm saying to you? When people can tell you and they think that they're acting better than anybody else, I also hear the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. It doesn't matter what, if I, what I preach this morning. It doesn't matter who comes and says whatever. You go back to Psalm 119. You go back to the original precept. What does God say about you? I have understanding because I meditate on God's, I, 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 through your precept. I get understanding. That's why I hate every false way. When you're standing up against these people, even in government, I can go to them and say, the thing that you're doing for these children, you're getting paid money for it. And I can go and stand and tell them myself. Why? Because I hate every false way. Eventually you begin to hate another path. Because why would I be controlled by money? Why would you be controlled by people? Who made you? Where do you come from? How can a man control you? How can the world be, how can you be under the sway of the wicked one? How can the people tell you where to stay and what to be educated with? Where to travel and where to have your holiday? You will have another home, Rome holiday. You will then go to New York and then you'll go to Greece and then you'll go to Australia and then you'll go and enjoy it and do business everywhere. You are a child of the living God. I need somebody to shout and say yes and amen. Who told you you must earn only 12 times a year? Come on, somebody. Who, who told you so? One of my biggest fights when you came into this land. A woman with a fair skin color walks into the church. See, she sits in the service at Maragon and asks, what is this colored man doing in this area? This is the kind of nonsense you're up against. I had to go and sit before the CRL and go and deal with this woman that hates the church. 
And I said, you better not start, stop, stop speaking against the church that way because you're going to be taken out. And when a year later, when a, t- a term of office came to an end, she applied to go in again. We said no. And she's, she's nowhere. You can't come up against the church. It's God's precept. The church is God's idea. You can't mess with the church. You can't come against the church and think you're going to live. You will die. The kingdom we're dealing with is an unshakable kingdom. This kingdom cannot be shaken. You hear me today, church. You hear me today. You've got to make up your mind that the kingdom of God is your priority. Why? If Jesus tarries and you want to see your life progress in the next 10 years, the thing that's unshakable is the kingdom of God. Would it not be wise to get in on the kingdom of God? Would it not be wise for you if the kingdom's unshakable and the kingdom is unstoppable and it's uncursable? Wouldn't it be wise for you to put yourself in on that bus? Would it not be wise for you to get in on the vision of the kingdom of God? It's called His precepts. The kingdom of God was God's original idea. Jesus came back to restore a kingdom. Oh God, thank you this morning. No one's going to stop you. Listen to what he says. Let my progress, order my steps in your words, Psalms 119 verse 133. He says, direct my steps by your word. Order my steps in your word. And let no iniquity have dominion over me. What a freedom of being in Christ. I said, what a freedom for being in Christ. Next verse. Come on, guys, work with me. Redeem me from the oppression of man. I hate religion. I hate people putting you in condemnation or fear. I hate everything about it. Why? Because of the precepts that we carry for the kingdom of God. It's God's original idea. When we operate according to the Word of God, when we're operating according to order, the Word of God must be our benchmark. Iniquity in Hebrew means getting tired or losing energy. Getting tired or losing energy. Some of you are just losing energy. In life. Why am I so fresh and flourishing? Come on. High five your neighbor and say, you're looking good. Say, the kingdom is keeping you. Tell them that the kingdom is keeping you. Say, you're getting, say, I see you getting older, but you're not aging. Come on, tell them, are you not aging? Tell them you're not aging. Come on, you look like you're getting younger and younger. Come on, somebody. Seriously, somebody sent us a picture. We married them 12 years ago. And they sent us a picture last night. And there I am, and there's Pastor Z. And we looked old. 12 years ago, we looked old. Fresh and flourishing, honey. You're going to go from strength to strength. You're going to go from glory to glory. Why? Because you are operating under not religion. You are operating under the precepts. Because when the precepts on the inside of you, your mind gets bright. You get, you get sharper every single day. Come on, you're not going to lose energy. 
You're not going to lose strength. You're not going to lose momentum. This is 2020. Come on, you're entering into a new year. I'm prophesying over those this morning that understands I'm getting younger. I'm getting stronger. Come on, say it. Say I'm getting better. I'm getting wiser. Come on, somebody. Shout it from your own lips. Command your day. Say I'm getting better and better and better. I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I'm getting wiser and wiser. Declare it. Declare it. Declare it. Say this is the oldest I'm ever going to look. Come on, tell them. This is the oldest I'm ever going to look. This is the brokest I'm ever going to be. Come on, somebody. I'm going to go from strength to strength, from glory to glory. I am commanding my day. This house will be such a blessed house. We will go from strength to strength and glory to glory. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Say my lungs are getting better. My heart is pumping stronger. Shout yes. Stop letting the enemy tell you we are operating under God's precepts. And because of that, we lose no energy. We lose no strength. We lose no momentum. We're going from glory to glory. All those that are online, type in a good amen there. Like it and shout hallelujah right in your own bedroom. There's no distance in the word of God. Decree and declare this morning in your home and over your children. Hear me today. You're shocked because you're getting, I'm, I'm 30 next year. Oh, I'm 40. And so what? So what? When you're in the kingdom of God, Sarah pushed out the baby when she was 90. 90. 90, baby. 90. Watch us go from strength to strength. Watch us get younger and younger. You're not getting older, man. You're aging, but you're not, you, you are getting older, but you're not aging. They're going to ask you, where did you buy that Botox? I got it out of the Word of God. Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Generational chaos is broken from your life when you come into the kingdom of God. Don't you put your children into religion. Hallelujah. Let's end. For this reason, the Son of Man was made manifest. He came to undo the work of the wicked one. 1 Corinthians 4.20 Glory be to Jesus. The first thing that the kingdom is going to demand from you is that you change your thinking. It attacks your mind. The next thing in the kingdom dynamic it's going to start to speak to you about ordering your life. Any place, any time you find a place in order, know that pressure's been applied. We've had builders in there. We've had painters in our house. We've had guys doing a garden. We've had different people come and do different things. And especially those that are building. And I say to them, don't, don't leave this thing skewed. Make this thing straight the way it needs to be made straight. Because long after you are gone, I must live with the dysfunction. Fix the thing the way it must be done. Bring order into my home. I've been involved in every single project. Everything that they're busy with. It's like, don't you leave this year with my lawns. You, bring, you finish this. Bring an order here. The pool. My wardrobes. The painting, Roy's been under pressure because he built some cabinets 
And I walk in there, he's got a machine, his little tool that, on his phone that tells you what straight looks like. And so he's good. I walk in there, I say, that thing is skew. He says, it can't be passed. I say, go and check again. Because my eye, the apostolic grace upon my life, looks at stuff and saying, this thing is not going to work for where we're going to. It's no different for people's lives. Because the foundation must be right. We're helping people build up their lives. Some of you, your life has been put on pause for this reason. Because God is putting the foundation straight. Stop chasing after education and trying to get your degree and all those things. We celebrate. We celebrate. It's right. But please hear me today. If your steps aren't ordered according to God's word, you will still have to depend upon man. You will still be ruled. You will still lose energy and you will look forward to your retirement. Yet in the kingdom of God, you've got Kenneth Copeland. These guys are operating in, eight, in the 80s. Doesn't dye his hair. Why? The word is keeping them fresh and flourishing. Hear me? I don't care who's ahead of you. If they've got the degree and they've got favor and they've got the whatever they've got. You stay in the word of God. It's just a matter of time, honey. We're going to take this thing over in the name of Jesus. Because they are perishing. They are not, they, their lives are struggling. Eventually they lose energy. But you are fresh and flourishing. Your home, your womb, man, listen to me. The year 2020 is the year of the opening. It includes the wombs. Oh, they said no more babies. We're going to grow this church one way or the other. But there are people in this church that will remain fruitful. I see your life fruitful. I see God doing things in your life that's going to keep you fresh and flourishing. All you have to do is lift your hands this morning and be a believer that this word is for you. That you're going to get stronger and stronger. You're going to get wiser and wiser. You're going to go from glory to glory. The glory of God's light is going to shine and radiate upon your face. Your children Oh, the, your, the best decade for your family is upon you. Why? You're functioning out of the precepts with God. You're not under religion. You're not bound by time. You are shifting time in the name of Jesus. The season you're entering into, God's going to accelerate things for you and for your children.
you will see the desires of your heart. Yes, Auntie Kay, those weddings that you're desiring for your children, you will see them. You will see your children move into their destinies. I see it because this is a kingdom that you've come into. There is no, there is no iniquitous pattern that will rest upon your children. You are not under a curse. There is no generational curse upon your life anymore. Why? You've come into the kingdom of God. There is no slowing down. There is no leaf that you will take, but yet you're going to remain fresh and flourishing. Every holiday, everything that you do in your working, when you go to bed, you're going to be so refreshed. When you wake up in the morning, you're going to look better than you've ever looked before. Your children are going to go from glory to glory. Your finances will increase. Why? The kingdom is not only in word, but in power. There is a power at work in this church right now, over your marriage, over your home, over your life, over your children, over your future. There is a kingdom man that God is sending into your life. There's a kingdom woman that understands the power of the kingdom that God is raising up in the season. There is a nation that is being raised up, a kingdom life embassy family that whatever they put their hands to, that others that you're going to step into, what others have built, you're going to possess their possessors, possessions. You're going to step into buildings and you're going to come into the highest payday that God has got for you and your children. Your divine, There's divine health that's coming upon you this morning for the kingdom is not only in word but in power. There is a power being released over Kingdom Life Embassy this morning. You will not go and fall behind. You will go to the top. He is making you the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. It doesn't matter who's ahead of you as a believer in this place. The Kingdom of God is forever advancing. We are going from strength to strength. We are going from glory to glory. The anointing of God upon our lives is opening up doors that no man can shut. I see real estate opening to you. I see a flow of finances. I see a flood. Why? This is the kingdom of God. If you in the kingdom of God, raise your hands this morning. If you are son and daughter of the kingdom of God, if you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness and you knew you are in His marvelous light, then walk with an expectation. Build your belief system that what is going to happen in your life in the next season. People are going to be astounded. People that have been married for 30 years, you're going to accomplish in two years what others have tried to do in 30 years. God's preparing a man as He's preparing a woman for the kingdom of God. I feel it in the anointing in this place. I feel the power in this place. Somebody's stepping into a blessing. You're stepping into a kingdom blessing. You are going from glory to glory. You are going from strength to strength in the mighty name of Jesus.